Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Pastor Steve Kramer, radio preacher for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Our reading for today is from Joshua chapter 7, verse 1. But the people of Israel broke faith in regard to the devoted things. For Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took some of the devoted things, and the anger of the Lord burned against Israel. Chapters 6 through 11 of the book of Joshua tell us about the conquest of the promised land. And the main theme that runs throughout this section is that it is God who gives Israel the victory. For as he promised all along, going back to the time of Abraham, he would give them the land. He would be faithful to his covenants. Unfortunately, though, Israel was not. And there were dire consequences for that, as we learn in Joshua chapter 7. The people have just enjoyed a victory over the city of Jericho. It appears that uh, they got a little overconfident. Joshua sent out spies to scout out the next conquest of Ai without seeking any guidance from God. The spies came back and said, this is easy, they're small in number, no problem there. But when they went up against the city, the Israelites were dealt a a humiliating defeat. Joshua and the people were devastated and demoralized. This wasn't expected. Joshua prays and asks God why he let them down. He's brutally honest with God, that he's struggling as a man of faith, and he He thinks God is being capricious and undependable to his people. Joshua didn't know, though, the information that we have, that a great sin against God had taken place at Jericho. And God points this out to to, to Joshua. It seems that some of the devoted treasures for God, the spoils of that battle, were kept by someone A man named Achan had secretly taken some of the silver and gold for himself and buried it in the ground inside his tent, keeping it for himself. It was worth a lifetime of wages. His sin was a stain on the whole nation in God's sight. One bad apple spoils the whole bunch. His crime was their crime, we learn in this story. We see corporate guilt at work as God pronounces his accusation. The nation's whole relationship with God is now threatened. This is a crossroads moment. God wouldn't go with them unless this matter was taken care of. The treasure must be found, the culprit destroyed. They must be consecrated again of this defilement before God would go with them. Achan is eventually found out. He fesses up, receives the death penalty along with his family. After Achan's sin is judged, the Lord turns from his burning anger, Scripture tells us, and Israel was restored to favor. The defeat at Ai teaches us something very important. We see how seriously God takes sin. God's judgment on sin is described as his burning anger. The dreadfulness of sin and the justice of God are clearly drawn out for us here. It's true that God is love, but he is also holy and just. God's people 
will not succeed in their mission, we learn, if they're disobedient to the covenant. His commandments were meant to be kept. He's not some grandpa in the sky who is nice and simply winks at sin. He is to be honored and feared with obedience. As Martin Luther writes in the small catechism regarding the first commandments meaning, we are to fear and love and trust God above anything else. This episode had to have created a healthy fear of God amongst the people. It was exemplary of God's holiness and justice. This Aiken story reminds me of a couple stories from the Old Test, uh, New Testament. First in the book of Acts, chapter 5, we read of a couple named Ananias and Sapphira in the early church that held back their offerings to God and lied about it to their church. They dishonored God, and when confronted with this, they died on the spot, thus creating a healthy fear of God within the church, Acts tells us. And I'm also reminded of another death. It was a punishment also for sin. This time, though, it was an innocent, perfect man who died on behalf of a whole world contaminated by one man's sin, Adam's. Sin is serious. It has serious consequences, like death and a broken relationship with God. It must be paid for. And at the cross, God's wrath towards humanity's sin was poured out upon his son, Jesus. He took the hit for us. This took place for you and me. Jesus Christ, God's Son, took our punishment upon himself so that we might have forgiveness and a restored eternal relationship with God who promises to go with us forever when we place our trust in his Son, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the reminder of your holiness and justice. Help us as your people to fear and love and trust you above all things, for you are life for us. Amen. You can hear more from Pastor Steve Kramer on the CC broadcast at christiancrusaders.org. Thanks for listening to The Daily Dose, a partnership between three ministries. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 99th annual conference runs between Saturday, July 25th and Saturday, August 21st. See cedarfallsbibleconference.com for more information. Second is Christian Crusaders, which, in addition to this podcast, hosts a weekly radio broadcast and another podcast featuring conversations with inspiring Christians. And third is Fresh Wind Ministries, the spiritual care arm of Western Home Communities. Find more information about them at Fresh Wind Ministries on YouTube or Fresh Wind Worship on Facebook. Please see our show notes for web links to these ministries. If this broadcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries listed above. Thanks again for listening, and may God richly bless you.